1: B-Buzzers, thank you for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV for another awesome after show for the season three of Beauty and the Beast. I'm Ali Kona Bradford, and joining me today, my ho- my co-host
2: is back. I'm back, guys. Hey, it's Janisha, and of course, you guys can follow me on in- uh, Instagram and Twitter, Janisha underscore Miss VI.
1: Yes, that's right. And for those of you who are podcasters, don't forget that you can watch us live on YouTube because we now stream live. And those of you that are participating, you can still be our co-host this evening by hashtagging ABDVBATB, and then, of course, tweeting it at us. You have her Twitter handle. Mine is Boys in Beauty 01, which of course I'll explain later, but in the meantime, let's get into the show. Yes. So we start off, and our couple is on the run, and okay, random, but I'm all, oh, Kat looks cute. I know you guys are, you know, running from death, but you look really good, girl. And she has these curls in her hair <laughs> all bouncy. I just liked her shirt. I just liked her shirt. <laughs> um, but anyways, the huge focus between the two, Catherine is always so... I don't want to say logical, but almost seems like technical, if that's the right word, just focused on the case getting away, we're running for our lives. And then we have the boy, which seems almost like a reverse situation because yes. he's the hopeless romantic <laughs> that's like what are we doing? Switch roles, like I was I was totally like,
2: okay, It should be the other way around, you know, (laughs) in most cases, it normally would be the other way around where, you know, Kat would be like, no, we got to do it the right Right. way. (laughs) But it's
1: refreshing. I like to see a hopeless romantic man.
2: (laughs) It is. And you know what? Vincent gets 10 more cool points for that. He does.
1: Absolutely. He is all about the magic.
2: Yes. And the moments and being able to look back and like you know remember these great times that they have and, and you know i think it's cute i think a lot of guys could learn from vincent yeah
1: i agree <laughs> i agree i was actually getting really frustrated with Catherine, to be honest with you yeah. because because even from the get-go before we found out what the plan was going to become she was already quick to say hey vince like i'm ready let's just get married let's just get do. let's just the, these last <laughs> few episodes it's all she's like come on come on and it's like girl he loves you mm. he's not going anywhere so let's make it right let's have a wonderful time I understand that you want to marry me in in the event that something Something happens happens. and we die I want to die your wife that just doesn't sound romantic to me at all. at all. No, I agree, but at the same time, you know, she
2: she seems like she's just kind of like frantic like, okay, we we have to do this now because we don't know if we're going to live to see tomorrow, so let's get it done. But at the same time, I'm happy that Vincent is there to kind of just like bring her back like, right. listen, this is we're not just getting married to get married. Like, right. we want to get married to have that moment. And so, you know, it's refreshing like you said to see him be the softer side and be the, the hopeless romantic in the relationship. So,
1: but you know, I think is really ironic about that it is when her and Vincent are having an argument, she says, it's just a piece of paper. Okay, but at the same time, you're treating it like it's more than that because you need this paper. You need it. You need it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it seems contradictory because she's treating it like such a casual thing that she just needs, but without the romance. But... I don't know. It, do you mm.
2: think that maybe she just kind of feels like they're, they're never going to get married? So it's like, you know what?
1: Let's just do let's it. Let's just do it. But it shouldn't be a, this is just for the hell of it. We just need to get it done. Yeah, it's not no. a task no. that you just get done. You cross it off your laundry list. Yeah, no. I like, said, <laughs> It is a very special moment. You treasure it. You plan it. The whole fun of it is the the process and then enjoying that process on that day. Well, I mean, let's bring it back to a previous
2: episode. She's never been that girl to like be plan the wedding and want to, go through all the details she's always throwing it throwing it on her sister heather to plan the wedding so i guess she's it's just for her it's like she feels like they're gonna be together we're gonna be together let's just sign the paper that's that's not the point let's just be married you know but i couldn't do it so no, <laughs> yeah no
1: <laughs> i feel like it's some sort of i mean there's different ways you can look at it and i'm sure everybody has their own opinion on weddings and marriage and what have you but i feel like it's some sort of emotional thing that's going on that maybe will surface later on that we yeah. might see, but I definitely think it's some type of defense mechanism.
2: I think so, too. I guess they'll reveal it a little bit more. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah,
1: most <laughs> likely. Anyhow, so, while they're having this whole conversation at the beginning of the show, obviously, JT gets called up because he's the man. The man nope, with JT. the plan. <laughs> yeah, and and he's obviously hot on the trails for this laboratory with only 200. Only, only 200, 200 labs
2: out of 201 or something. Right, right,
1: (laughs) right. Um, But it was a little thrown off at first with all these detectives in his house. Because I thought, "Mm, why are you here? Uh, But let's just talk about JT and Tess. Why don't we just talk about it? It's a big deal. We're obviously really upset. Uh, I'm upset.
2: Yeah, I am too.
1: Oh, I'm so upset. (laughs) I'm upset because I understand JT is really into what goes on in Vincent and Catherine's life. Maybe a little too much. Too but, much. But he's so key in the situation. And I think he views the situation as it's not temporary. I mean, excuse me. It's not permanent. permanent yeah. This is temporary. And the sooner we nip it in the butt, the sooner everybody's out of danger we can just live life
2: yeah but the problem here is and i think tess is the only one that kind of brings light to this is that everyone's so focused on you know the beast activities experiments and all of this crazy stuff for for forever now that there's other things going on in life and they're like missing out on so much you know and so tess is like this is not the only thing that's
1: important (laughs) you know Okay, okay. I'm going to rebuttal and just say it's not like a little casual drama is going on. It's these people are going to kill our best friends, and I would think that your best friends would be a priority. Second to your job. I get it. Your job is important, and it does seem like her job is getting thrown at the wayside episode after episode. She's being put in a bad position, Mm -hmm. and it's hard for her to separate herself professionally from her friends, Yeah, which is understandable, and now your boyfriend's involved. Yeah, uh I don't know I I, I oh, that's how I feel I feel like she's she got a little dramatic
2: I think too. You, I mean, Tess is kind of always being put on the back burner too. You know, her like what she's going through, and they, they kind of downplay what's important to her. So I guess right. she kind of feels like, well, is Cat and Vincent's lives and what's going on with them the only thing that matters? Like this is important to me too. And especially talking to your boyfriend, like right. he should right. be a little more aware as to we know what his girlfriend's going through, and like just pay a little more attention to that rather than be so involved in Vincent and Kat's life. But, like you said, your friends might die.
1: Yeah. I mean, put it this way. If JT was not so adamant about protecting his friends, his friends would indeed be dead. That's true. They'd be gone. They'd be gone. Then how guilty would you have felt, Tess? And I don't think their
2: relationship would, you know. Yeah,
1: she would have felt like a big butthole. Yeah,
2: I agree. But,
1: yeah. At the same time, she's looking like a butthole because every time she tries to protect somebody, everyone's sending their protection away. Yeah, what was up with that? Like... Okay, JT, (laughs) slightly understandable. Heather, Heather irrational. Just Heather's. Heather's a mess. <laughs> she, Heather's always been a love hate thing for me. Yeah. I love her. She doesn't mean anything by the things that she does. But sometimes I just want to smack the like, get out it of her. together. Like, did you not? Re- like, she doesn't pay attention. She kind of comes off a
2: little clueless to me in, in most cases. So she
1: does. She does. But she's still a sweetheart, though. <laughs> yeah, I just wish she knew when to stop. <laughs> You know, okay, I get it. Okay, first of all, let's just let's talk about Heather. Let's talk about the fact that she showed up at a job interview with her cell phone on, by the way. Thank (laughs) you. Why is it on? (laughs) Thank you. None of that would have happened. None of that would have happened if her cell phone was off. I agree. Because this is what I feel like. The job was going south anyway, right? <laughs> I don't know if Juliana really, truly, truly knew who she was. I think Juliana had a good guess. And obviously having cops follow you is a good hint. But the fact that Heather walked out on the phone and she's saying, "Cat." Cat blah blah blah. Vincent. Cat, da-da. cat, da-da. cat yeah. Vincent. <laughs> and, and on top of that, Heather has the audacity to blame Catherine and say the reason I didn't get the job is because you're texting me. No, woman, the reason you didn't get the job is because your phone was on. I was like, really, turn it off.
2: And then like you decline. Well, you decline the call, and you're getting another. Turn your phone off or put it on vibrate. Like if a call came in while I was at an interview, first of all, I'd be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed, my phone's on. But I would turn it off immediately, or at least put it on silent. You know. But she kind of just
1: was all over the place. yeah yeah but i mean her having that conversation <laughs> so loudly is what confirmed Jul- juliana's i'm making this up this is my theory but i think it confirmed juliana's suspicions that is this the right girl i think it, oh yep it sure is hey guess what you're hired <laughs>
2: hey yeah come on board let's, let's uh
1: let's do this let's
2: smack you up a little bit <laughs> right right i i don't know i just uh, she's not really aware of her surroundings she she didn't even notice the guy coming off the elevator i was just like how do you not see that well, first of all he just looks like a super assassin to me so i see this weirdo come out of the elevator out you know i would probably we come up or talk a little like a little softer right she was talking so loud and putting all her sister's business out there thank you so i don't know
1: and even so would you after not getting a job still be in the lobby no. talk like cursing somebody out no this time to go. go home exactly <laughs> get
2: out get out well, yeah. oh heather she's so sweet though yeah
1: yeah. And she was really quick to give up the business, too.
2: Yeah. I mean, she's
1: kind of like... A... I mean, well, okay. I don't know if I could blame her. Because she was getting beat up, and she'd never been beat up before, so I'm sure it's scary. Uh, no. But she gave a lot of information. She gave everything up. She like gave a everything. Lot of information. Like, I don't know.
2: I I think most people would kind of be that ride or die and just kind of take a, a few whoopings. <laughs>
1: You know it's funny now that we are on that topic because one of our co-hosts at Billy Jean Girl eighteen says, "If you were Heather, would you have told Catherine and Vincent's secret to the bad guys or keep your mouth shut?" I would keep my mouth shut. As long I would have kept could. my mouth shut only for the mere reason it's not your everyday secret, right? It's not like, yeah, you know what? They stole money from the bank, which is still a big deal, but they stole money. It's he's superhuman and he's a beast, and coming out of my mouth that just sounds wrong anyway. So I'm just going to keep it right in there. But I I kind of feel like she says things without necessarily know
2: she's saying it because for that's instance true. when she was like why are your sister or, uh, Juliana was like why is your sister and and Vincent looking for me and she was like wait you're the ones that they're looking for She just kind of like
1: that's true uh, that's true yeah so confirms I confirms things without she's, realizing she's confirming things
2: yeah like zip it <laughs> like yeah. don't be a snitch <laughs> yeah. regardless of what you kind of just have to like be the one, take a few beatings for the team and, you know, hope right. for the best. <laughs> right. But, uh, she's a soft one, so I expected that.
1: Honestly, did you, what did you think about Catherine's whole plan? Her whole plan to go to the Niagara Falls? Uh, for the,
2: for the first time, I felt like Kat's plan was all over the place. And I guess because she was kind of making it up as she went along. Okay. Um, you know, I thought, okay, I thought the plan of them learning luring the assassin out was kind of cool, but I didn't really understand how they were planning to You know, get him or hurt him or whatever. But I guess maybe they felt he didn't necessarily see him beast out, so maybe he could keep up with the beasting. I I don't know. know,
1: but even Vincent made a point. Well, it was a joke, but how Catherine's like he's bulletproof. Got me there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you? And I think Vincent even called her out on that plan too because he was like, okay, so we go there, we pretend get married, and and then then what? what? Yeah, (laughs) we let we let them catch us because well, at least we know they're not trying to kill us now. No, but that's that's what I'm saying. Because prior
2: to that, she didn't know that they did. They weren't planning to kill them. They originally they thought that he was true, trying to kill true, them. True, true. So like, the video. Yeah. So then why would you pl- like? What was your plan? Your game plan? You were gonna go out there and then do what? He's obviously stronger than Vincent. Um, uh, at least until you know, um, JT gave him that super boost, which was right, like, okay, he can kill anybody but after even, that.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. We don't know that. Like he's. He's been able to fight pretty good with some of these superhumans, but he definitely gets tattered around quite a bit before that yeah. happens, and he doesn't know if he will meet his match.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I, I feel like this particular assassin was really, really fast and strong yes. and like a lot stronger than Vincent to me. Yeah.
1: Well, being able to take a few bullets, I mean, that yeah. that is pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You know? Oh, I know. Um, and... <sighs> and even even to the point where when vincent was getting beat up it's so not fair because at that point he's still human like when he was tied up and getting yeah. kicked literally kicked Aww. the stuff out of him yeah. um but yeah that was a very very sad moment for me yeah i mean
2: he was still kind of asleep too that's so all that i felt
1: well i just felt like okay when he said his whole i love you Catherine." i felt like he was just Giving up, but maybe that was him just being intoxicated by whatever he got shot with. I don't and know. Trank.
2: Oh, I don't know. I mean, at the at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure like fighting it takes a toll on this guy. Like he's just expected to be like this miracle beast, and
1: and that's how Catherine treats him, though. She <sighs> treats him like he's. Not a toy, but she can just like push it on. Yeah, switch the button whenever I, you know, it'd be really handy for you to be a beast today. I think I'm going to let you beast out. No, no, no. Today's not a good day. You'll lose your humanity. Let's put it away. Speaking of losing humanity. Can we please talk about that? Let's talk about it.
2: Ah, Kat, uh, she nearly lost it tonight. Uh Talk
1: about built up frustration just taken out. Yeah. one person. Which,
2: by the way, she kind of deserved it. but
1: No, she did. Absolutely. And I know this is so sad and like messed up for me to say but at the end of the show when the woman was in Giuliano was in the hospital bed and you see her I went "Ooh, <laughs> dang Gina your face is plump <laughs> Like, whoa, you know, uh, uh, yeah, Cat kinda went ham on that. <laughs> she was just like, Oh goodness, and thanks for not being able to get married. And this is because of my sister. I mean, like she yeah, just she, lost yep. it. But you know what? For once, now she knows what it feels like to be Vincent. She was almost
2: there. I think yeah. one, more, one more blow would have been it. <laughs> and the
1: look on Vincent's face, too. Like, Serious. Whoa. <laughs> at the same time partially damn my woman's a badass yeah yeah <laughs> i mean we all knew it but the
2: tonight yeah. was like real like a confirmation where, you know we basically saw that like she was she, she gets down yeah i will say this though did you notice that heather happened to be that voice of reason tonight like no cat <laughs> like don't yeah. don't do
1: it yeah <laughs> that's enough i was like oh this is this is cute, cute. yeah <laughs> Anyways, well, you know, I know we're in the middle of a hot moment, but for two seconds I want to take the time to give a word to our sponsors. So the reason we are able to give you these really awesome podcasts and YouTube shows is because we have fantastic sponsors like Next Issue. So I'm going to show you on this fancy-pantsy iPad, which I did not have last episode, but basically what you do is you get a subscription and you have access, it's a low fee, and then you have access to all these different genres of magazines. So if you're into magazines that are from one subject to the next subject all over the place and you don't want to have a kajillion, A, magazines in your house, and B, have to pay a billion times over just to have access to these things... You just get this app. And the cool thing about it, too, is that you get it the day the issue comes out. So you just roll out of bed. You don't have to go to the store. It's like, mm, it's on my iPad. So if you would like the opportunity to try it out, see if you like it, which you will, uh, you can get a 30-day free subscription just by logging in, going to nextissue.com backslash ABTV. That is our gift to you for watching us.
2: And free 30 days. And not too much is like... As low as ten dollars and one Yeah, it's crazy. So
1: yeah, yeah. If you think about it, two magazines, three ninety five, you're pretty much there.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so.
1: Okay, let's get back to the show. Uh, uh. Okay, so I'm still not done talking about Tess because I'm still very angry. At her.
2: <laughs> I oh,
1: it's, it's, okay. So I instead okay. of giving us more of the lovey dovey Tess JT stuff, we're getting
2: breakups we are You know
1: what's interesting is somebody and the reason why i wanted to bring this up actually let me pull this up on our live feed thank you co-host <laughs> somebody said and again i'm gonna open this up so i can tell you who exactly said it because i gotta give props where they're deserved okay whoo my feed has gone crazy which Uh-oh. means you guys are participating thank you <laughs> I, I can't even keep up literally like more stuff keeps popping up that's so awesome um, who said that they weren't even upset? Somebody said that they weren't even that upset that JT and Tess broke up because they were pretty happy with them as friends and see them as more. Ah, here Empress Beastie, you. She <laughs> said it. uh wait, no, she's devastated. Just kidding. I'm sorry. She said, I'm beyond devastated. Who said this? Oh, it was Peyton. You said it. <laughs> She prefers Tess and JT as platonic friends, so she's not upset, but Tess was left out and ignored. She was, but here's the thing. She could have had that conversation, and maybe no one was taking her seriously, and that's a problem, but you can still sit JT down and be like, yo, hey, this is how I feel, and if it's not changed, I'm calling it quits. I agree. Instead of just rolling up to the house, being like, hey, here's your sweatshirt, let me have my sneakers, and she didn't even say anything. She didn't even say, I'm breaking up with you. She just started taking herself and walking out and left it to him to say, mm, what what's Stop going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. I think
2: relationships are all about communication. If you're not happy with something, say it, Tess. At least give him an opportunity to try to fix it or to work on it. You don't just grab your sneakers and go and dump the sweatshirt that he loves to see you in. What right. is that? <laughs> you know, it's so sad because, again, we're still waiting to see that romantic part of the relationship, you know, to see the relationship grow to then just kind of have them Break up over something so minuscule, tiny. Eh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Sorry, I'm being a, a poor <laughs> conversationalist. I'm trying to read everything that everybody is saying. You, they're keeping us busy. Yeah, huh? okay. yes, they are. Somebody loves gummy worms. Okay. Oh,
2: speaking of which, I so I'm so about br- us bringing gummy worms next time. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, okay
1: done. Uh, JT always has gummy worms with him. I'd love to see gummy worms back, but the bodyguard, he put that gummy worm out of his mouth and back in the bowl. Uh, No! I didn't even see that. that. That's That's (laughs) disgusting. What? Ew. Nasty. Okay. That totally just took me into another place. Wow. Okay. So anyways, back to the show. Let's see. What else do I want to make sure that I mention? Um, oh, I mean, we didn't really dissect. Not that there needs to be too much dissection in the whole breakup between JT and Tess. But one of the things that Tess had said was, "Your loyalty, your emotional loyalty, is to, to Vincent." Yeah. I mean, you haven't taken her out on any dates. Uh, then again, they're running for their life. Really? I mean, you're busy at work. It's I don't know. I'm wondering what the show is going to do with Tess because I feel like they're creating this weird division and separation with her. She's not going anywhere. I don't think she's going anywhere. But I hope not. I, I like Tess. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. But if they continue on with this breakup... I really don't want to see her dating somebody else in the department, you know. And she she probably won't be as involved
2: in what's going on with them, per se. Because, you know, again, she and JT won't be, you know, together. So, I think a lot of her involvement comes from the fact that, you know, she's with him. Well, I mean, of course, Kat. But it's just that she's a little more hands-on because, you know, she's always around JT. And, you know, that's her boyfriend. So, Uh, I
1: don't don't know. know. I feel like... It's tough because because she's dealt with Catherine, who's been so obsessed with her own situation, and Catherine just on another level. You know, I mean, I <laughs> she's mean, so obsessed. <laughs> I mean, this, she's not wrong, but yeah, she's just on and on yeah, one always.
2: <laughs> weird, uh, it's I'm, really weird. Uh, listen, anybody who's like grew real friends and family with Cat, they have to take a lot too. So, yeah. like, you know, it's it's a lot to deal with.
1: But, uh, you know, she's a good person. She's just in a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad that finally by the end of the episode, Catherine went, seeing you the way I saw you and almost losing you made me realize I want to have memories with you and I want to make it special. So I'm really, really hoping she jumps in on this whole wedding planning thing and actually does the bride, you know, Hopefully. the bride thing.
2: Yeah, I know. I think it'd be cute to see her and her sister, uh, Heather, just kind of plan the wedding and do the right. little girl stuff. And then... You know, just be that pretty bright. I do think she's softened. She's also softened up her image, except for what
1: she, ha- what did she have on when they oh. were going to
2: elope? I'm talking about oh, cat. What was who that? Who
1: You know, <laughs> she looked cutest in her little incognito in the beginning of the show, black situation. <laughs> but as far as what I was know, that? I don't know. <laughs> she had on like work pants and like loafers with Health. like hell oh, and costume <laughs> designers. <laughs> I, you guys. What? Is, oh, man. No. I mean, you know what? This is gonna sound so wrong, but at least she has a pretty cute face. She's because gorgeous, Because yeah. she's, she's giving me androgyny from the neck down. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about that. You a sexy man. I feel like even Tess is a little, dressing a little more, you know, feminine than cat. Cat, you're killing me. <laughs> she, hey, she's wrapped up in beastie business. Oh supernatural goodness. business. She doesn't have time to apparently dress herself. Yeah, but very. then she tell, she has
2: the nerve to tell to tell Vincent, oh, make sure you bring a tie. We want it to look as... To, <laughs> is,
1: no, what do you have on? Right? Where's your wedding dress? What oh, is it? It was white. And it's supposed to be believable? <laughs> Uh. Oh, I'm so mad. So And, okay, this is what I felt about that. When they were in Niagara Falls, I thought to myself, why does the plan have to be get married? Why can't it be dope de do around there a little bit? Yeah. Maybe you are taking your time. Maybe you're, you're checking out the scenery at yeah. Niagara Falls. Why did you have to just walk right into the building and get in line? Because it wasn't a ruse. Like she really was trying to just get this paper signed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And Vincent like, obviously being your soulmate, I can kind of tell that's what you're doing. And so he She's kept like, on bringing it up. Oh, I was, she really made me mad. Yeah. She really made me yeah. mad. I was like, can we be the girl in this situation for two seconds?
2: Like yes. why is your, why is your fiance, the guy in the relationship, the one begging to have a, you know, a beautiful moment, a beautiful right. wedding. Like, let's, you, I deserve more. I want more than
1: this. You should want more too. Right. And I was like, yes! <laughs> you should want more. Cats. Yeah. Well, you know. And I knew Vincent was going to go through. I knew it. And I'm so glad JT called at the right moment to be like, yeah. dude, bro, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Very... She, she really did too. When she was at the altar, just the look in her eyes like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. It's fine. <laughs> We're getting married. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I've never been, you know, fond of like. I mean, to each, to right. each its own, but. I, I just would love to have that, you know, experience. But
1: here's the thing, to me, there's a difference between eloping and doing something privately and then eloping and going somewhere like next. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's crazy. I'm in my jeans and my shirt next. Oh, $35 extra for a witness. You didn't have one? Okay, we okay. got <laughs> it. Right, <What? laughs> right, right. I mean, no offense, whoops, anybody at home
2: knocking stuff over? Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about that. Well, mm, I don't know. I, I guess that, again, at that point, she kinda was a little, you know, desperate over the whole thing. Let's just get married. And- <laughs> I
1: feel like at the altar, Vincent looked like he wanted to vomit. Did you see that look yeah, on his face?
2: Like, I was just like, he's about to be out.
1: That or pass out. He's like, oh, I can't handle this anymore. And then I thought, are you going to still want to marry her? Because I feel like you guys are on two totally different, different pages. pages. I agree. To the point where he might turn real girly and say, you know what? Maybe we need a break. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about I, you right I now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay i think we've really expanded on that situation quite a bit is there anything else that i missed because i feel like i just sped through this after show but quite possibly i didn't i'm gonna check my twitter feed and see if there's anything else so this is your chance co-host speak now or forever hold your, your peace, peace. <laughs> let's see burning firebird let's see uh oh everybody we- is still talking about the the whole fight between Catherine and juliana um, Okay, and let me just say, too, I think Juliana, even when she started to fight, couldn't fight because her swings were pretty bad. She didn't have a chance anyway. <laughs> but let's see. Billie Jean Girl wants to know, do you think that JT and Tess will get back together if one of their lives is on the line? I mean, I think that'd be a good reason, but that would be that whole cliche, I didn't realize how much I'm I loved love you, you until I almost mm-hmm. lost you. I, I really hope they don't do that. I'm, I'm
2: hoping that JT, you know... Goes and fights for his love. That's what I'm hoping for. So uh, I'm hoping that he doesn't let Tess just kind of leave like that. Considering that, yeah, she, you know, she might have been a little more understanding and like give him an opportunity to prove himself and you know fix that. But you know, at the same time, her concerns are valid. You know, her not having that attention and being ignored and pushed aside right, for right. Vincent.
1: As you but know. again, valid. But you should know how to communicate that. I agree. And and I understand it's been too hectic and too crazy. Maybe you couldn't have a good sit-down conversation. But again, you tell somebody and you give them the option to change before you just walk out on them. I and I don't mean to jump into prediction category, but I think for two seconds, I know that um, the preview for next episode led to something, somebody getting shot, this, something. that, and the third. And I know that a lot of times with those stupid little trailers, they cut snip and dice and put scenes together to make you think something's gonna happen and it's the way opposite mm-hmm. I feel like the crying that Tess is doing is actually not gonna be because someone got shot and killed it's not gonna be someone got injured maybe they will but I think that it's gonna be her crying something about JT whether okay. it be crying and telling Kat I'm broke <laughs> that's what I think it's gonna be about well, but that's just gonna me. have to see anyhow
2: I do want to talk a little bit about the fact that there is this mystery person that's pro- Obviously, probably worse than Juliana that they mentioned. um, Like, there's always somebody worse,
1: though. There's always somebody higher. There's always somebody worse. And I think that's just how they keep propelling the badness on that part of the show. (laughs) I'm curious to know who they think, you know,
2: that Vincent and Kat was working for.
1: I don't know. That is a very great point because she didn't think it would be the the DHA. Is that what it is? DHA. Uh, Sorry, Beastie. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought it was DHS. Okay, maybe it's DHS. Uh, Maybe Uh, I'm wrong. (laughs) I apologize. We'll get our acronyms right. (laughs) Yes. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. But they keep killing people so they don't ever get to a point. I mean, she's not dead. But they keep getting to a point where they don't necessarily get all their answers because somebody ends up dead. She's alive. She's in prison. How long she'll be there? I don't know. know. Can they really contain her? I don't know. One of her projects might come back and get her.
2: save her. Yeah. Oh. Oh.
1: Oh, Okay. Let's quit predicting. (laughs) Yeah, we're predicting. Um, (laughs) Let's just get into news and gossip since I just keep jumping.
0: After Buzz TV News.
1: Okay, as always I have pictures. Um and I know it might take a few moments to pull those up. So maybe I can just spread some news for you. Let's talk about ratings a little bit because ratings have always been such a huge deal. And I know that a lot of times, Beasties, our ratings come from online, not from Nielsen ratings, which is TV. And that has finally been taken into consideration by Mark Pedowitz and the rest of the CW team. So, really, really quick, some numbers for y'all. Uh, CW's Beating the Beast opened Season 3 with 800, 880,000 total views and a 0. .3 rating. And that's picked up a lot since actually the season finale from Season 2. Uh, on average... It's been about 88,000, anywhere from 81 to 88,000 views, but the highest viewing episode was Chasing Ghosts at one million viewers. Wow. So, I mean, we're we're picking up speed. We're, we're picking up traction. People are finally clicking and, and, and maybe the change in direction and the emotional state that's going on has invited people back in, but I think that's awesome. And it shows that those of you who have been dedicated throughout season one, season two, your work is paying off because I know everybody hops online on Twitter and they really, really push the show. So congrats to everybody, the fam. And speaking mm-hmm. of that, up on your screen, you will see the hashtag FADT. That's fan art by the Dream Team. So they help us help you. We all help each other promote the show by printing out these posters. Do not cut out the names, by the way, of people who make this poster. But you can print them out and post them places and encourage other people to watch your favorite show too. Okay, let's go to our next picture really quick. So I had a few bits of art showed. Aww. At Peyton will send me random bits and pieces. So this is something she sent me last week of something that she sketched out that I thought was cute. It is so cute. <laughs> so let's go to the next one. This guy is making a return. What? To season four. Who is it? Let's go to the next picture. That'd be Max Brown. Mm-hmm. Like, he's who are huge fans. So we know that he got killed. He died off. We don't know how Evan is going to be coming back, but he's coming back. It could be a flashback or who knows, maybe some sort of supernatural serum. But at this point, his body would be quite decayed. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> but hey, I'm, I'm going to watch and find out. Let's move it on to Okay, so just random random fun fact. Kristen Kruk was asked who her worst on-screen kiss was ever in life and it was Matt Damon for really? this Eurotrip movie. Yeah. <laughs> she said that it was awkward cuz they just met and it was like one of those smushy kisses where there's teeth and just
0: blah.
1: <laughs> it was not good at all. So, at least she's having a lot more fun with Jay Ryan. I can't blame her because I would probably have a lot of fun with him too. Did we see that last kiss? Too? Ooh, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's my that's my news for today. Are we ready for predictions?
0: And now you're after Buzz TV predictions.
1: Okay, this is your turn to hop in on the conversation. Yep rewind let's start over this is your <laughs> turn to join in on the conversation co-host by hashtagging A B T V B A T V and tweeting at myself and Janisha, so we know what your predictions are and i'm gonna go ahead with my predictions yes Oh, but where's my piece of paper? Oh, no, it's in my purse. (laughs) How inconvenient. (laughs) I proposed a question to all of you, and I asked you where would be your perfect place for Vincent and Kat to get married. And so I got a lot of replies tonight, and it's in my purse. But I do know that the majority vote said on the rooftop. I had a few. I think it was um, at Kelpac. Were you the one who said in the forest where they first met? And then someone else said they just wouldn't mind them being in a church since Vincent is that hopeless romantic and just having a traditional Traditional wedding wedding. Uh, I would love them to be somewhere in the Amazon at the top of a waterfall and when they say I do they jump off because they're taking the plunge oh <laughs> top
0: that no I'm just okay. kidding I think kidding. you're talking
1: about your wedding though yeah <laughs> Anyways, where, really quick before you give a prediction
2: where would you like to see their wedding honestly if the rooftop was a little bigger probably the rooftop just because yeah. I think that you so know they memories. have, have so, so many moments there um, it's such an intimate setting but I think it's a little too tiny for a wedding for them that's just right. my opinion but then again they don't have too many family and friends so that is eh,
1: true might work it could <laughs> alright let's go into our predictions <laughs> okay do you wanna go? oh you yeah. go first. Yeah. Oh wait the Paperbox yeah. scissors ready? Okay. One, two, three. Oh, for those of you who are listening. <laughs> oh wait, I lost. Never <laughs> Okay. You go first. I go first. <laughs> well, I gave away some of my prediction already because I was just saying I think that that trailer completely bamboozled us. And I know that they're going to try to get married and their shots and this and that. But really, I think that the shots are going to be completely irrelevant. It's going to be something that has to do with the case situation. Someone else gets shot. Okay. And maybe maybe it interrupts the wedding. But I just don't think it's any of our friends that are getting shot.
2: Okay. Okay, now you go. I'm going to piggyback off of something you've said quite some time ago, a couple times. I think that Heather's hobby might come into play. He might be the person that, you know. Is in charge? Kind of, sort of. I don't know. I just have a strange feeling that Heather's a little more involved than than she kind of, you know, shows. But not her, per se. But, you know, the person that she was with. I don't know if that kind of makes sense. But That makes sense. Yeah. Because she just kind of always ends up, I mean, yeah, she's Kat's sister, but I just kind of feel like she ends up a little more involved. And then she was so curious this last episode, too, about what was going on with Vincent and the drugs and so forth. So I think, yeah. We'll see.
1: (laughs) All right. So predictions from our co-host. At Billie Jean Girl 18, I predict that someone will either die or get hurt in the next episode and it might be JT or maybe Vincent. No! I don't think Vincent. I don't think JT's going to die. You don't think so? No, he's out shooting season four. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that's just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you think the new bad guy is a beast too? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. But that's just me. And then Peyton says maybe even Evan Marks was ex- was experiments between season 1 and season 2. Uh, I think you're trying to say that maybe he was experimented on or maybe he was in the lab all the time, so he could have somehow experimented I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mm. <laughs> We shall see. We will see. Okay, well, I think that wraps up our predictions. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and sign off and say, BCs, thank you so much for joining us this week and every week here at After Buzz TV. Do not forget to follow us. Mm-hmm. I am Ali Kona Bradford at Boys and Beauty 01. Ooh, don't forget to please subscribe to my YouTube channel Boys and Beauty with Ali Kona, where we talk all things hot, sexy men, and then when I'm in the tub, I give you great beauty secrets. Ooh. This week I showed you how to stick glitter on your eye and make it stick it's really pretty like a disco
2: ball (laughs) anyways okay good and you guys please follow me on Instagram and Twitter let me know what you guys think about the show anything that you want us to say on on here of course and that's Janisha at Janisha underscore Miss VI
1: that's right (laughs) alright buzzers Thanks for tuning in. Mwah. Stay beautiful. You didn't hear From me. From executive
0: producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
2: Buzz you later